Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. People of America, it is your lucky day. It is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. One of my foremost goals as Grumpy Gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella. Hello, Nella. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nella. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you as well. Okay, here is our question. One of my Casablanca lilies. Here's looking at you, kid. (laughs) Normally round stems became flat and three inches wide, about a foot above the soil. It branched into four flower stems on each side and produced 64 buds that opened like usual before the plant got top-heavy and bent over, forcing me to cut it. What caused this? Well, there's two possibilities. One is you were visited by a UFO, and we're the victim of alien abduction because, you know, Nella can testify this because this happens to her all the time. And then after you were subjected to all these heinous experiments, they returned you to your home, and the radiation from the ship mm-hmm. caused this plant to mutate. So that's one possibility. You might want to check yeah. into your neighbors if they were ring, you know, cameras if they saw anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's not right. Okay. What's the real reason? <laughs> okay. The real reason is it's a condition called fasciation. Not fascination, but fasciation. And what happens is either because of bacteria or a virus or sometimes it's just an insect, it causes a genetic mutation in the stem of the plant. So instead of growing up and round like it usually does, it gets really wide and flat. It almost looks like a tongue depressor, the stem, Hmm. and it'll keep going up and up and up. And then finally, when the plant blooms, and this is not just with lilies, this can happen with a lot of different kinds of flowers. When it blooms, the flowers are all in one big cluster, and there's more than usual. It just looks so eerie and weird, you know, Mm -hmm. like something that just came from Alpha Centauri. Mm -hmm. But don't worry. Here's the good news. It doesn't spread from plant to plant. And if you don't like it, you can just cut it off, throw it with the trash. It won't affect your plant the next year. It's kind of like a one-shot deal. Okay. Well, I was wondering about that, if you need to— dig that plant up and yeah no you don't need to dig it up it's not like a contagious disease it's just happens one time on one plant and it looks weird and it's a conversation piece but it's not going to take over your garden but you can enjoy all those 64 beautiful oh yeah you can show it off to all your friends that's right say what have you been putting on that plant nella put it on social media yeah all right thank you steve you're welcome Hi, Steve. Hi, Nella. Okay, we have a plant of the week. Plants 
of the week. Well, since we're getting into the middle part of August and we're going to be headed into September, there's a notable flower that shows up in a lot of parts of the South around this time of year. It's the red spider lily. It's notable because after a rain, uh, the stem will come up without leaves just overnight, and it opens up into this whorl of beautiful red flowers. But it's not the only bulb that does that. And I want to point you out to a different bulb that you may not have heard of, and it is called an oxblood lily. And if you're really good with botanical names, oxblood lily, uh, the botanical name is Rhodophiala bifida. And it first was brought here by settlers. It showed up in Texas in the 1850s. And um, it was passed around just like spider lily was uh, passed around. It has leaves that they're kind of narrow, grassy leaves that come up in the fall. And then they stay there all winter. And then they die down in the spring. And you'll never know the plant is there. And then come next August or September, usually after a downpour, a heavy rain, like the spider lily, you get these beautiful stems that don't have any leaves on them. They just pop up overnight, and they've just got these blood-red flowers. They're really, really pretty. The fact that they don't have any leaves in the summertime means that you can actually plant them under the canopy of trees if you want to because they only get sun when the leaves are present, and that's from fall to spring. So when they die back to the ground, they don't need any sun. They live for ages. They're a good pass-along plant. They'll grow in just about any well-drained soil. And if you've ever wondered what oxblood looks like, now when you plant one of these things, you'll know the exact color of uh, oxblood. There's a good mail-order source because you may not be able to find these just anywhere. It's a really nice nursery out in Texas. And the web address is southernbulbs.com. Dot com. And if you go there, you'll be able to get some uh, oxblood lily bulbs, as well as lots of other bulbs. And these can be planted just about any time of year. Oh, any time of year. Any time of year that you're out there and mm. wanting things to do. All right. Well, good. Well, thank you, Steve. So get on with it, Nella. All right. I'll be watching. <laughs> I'll be ordering. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love to have your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very, very happy. You can find us online at southernliving.com forward slash Ask Grumpy.